being bold, the show that talks about the journey to business development. I'm Cecilia Younger, and today we're talking to David Adam Jones, who is Almost. the CEO. Almost. Um, Adam David Jones. Oh my gosh, so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> okay, we're talking to Adam David Jones, who's the CEO of the one and only corporation and the creator of Zier. For those of you who don't know about Zier yet, it's a personal safety software for soft phones. Hi, David, and welcome to the show. Hello. Hi. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so tell me more about Zier and what it is. I am more than happy to because it is my life's passion. So Zier is next generation personal and public safety. You can think out about it as 911, but on steroids that's quick and helps you. And it's also can be anonymous. You don't have to call 911, but when you're in danger, you activate Zier with the touch of a button and it can call 911, call your relatives, alert everybody where you are and what's happening to you with a live video. So it streams to first responders, it can stream to your, your loved ones so they can come and help. When you're in that situation, it's the most traumatic moment of your life, most likely. And um, you need all the help you can get. The other added benefit is that we save this data anonymously to a blockchain of your choice. So you can use that same data to prosecute criminals, prove your story when somebody else says, oh, no, she made that up. Oh, wow. Yes, that creates the strongest chain of evidence that I've ever seen. Oh, great. Can I use it with my, my mom and my aunt? They're 80-ish and they live alone. And... Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, because yeah, I, I often wonder about them, especially my aunt. Um, she lives in St. Louis. She lives on the third floor uh, condo. And the areas around a university and there's a lot of crime there and mm. i worry about her just going out like at dusk and at night again she's what 85 86 years old but this sounds like the perfect tool for her so yes. that um she can feel more confident especially because she doesn't drive any longer and she's she's worried about taking uber and i think this might give her more confidence absolute um two things i want to say there um, first of all, in our really early advertising, I wouldn't even call it advertising, but testing the market, mm -hmm. people that are over 65 years old who live alone and have any kind of chronic illness were some of our biggest responders because I, yeah, they, I can imagine. Yeah. right, they understand. And now our tar early target market has been young women who are mm -hmm. disproportionately victims of sexual assault and harassment, especially um, freshmen and sophomore. Uh, women in college. That was going to be my next question about because I have a lot of my girlfriends, their their daughters are going to college, they're freshmen yes. in college. And I'm like, this would be the perfect tool for them um, yeah. just to have with me. And but it doesn't even have to be uh, first or second year college, it could be any woman Same. who's who's out there. Yeah, because I'm just like, Oh, my gosh. Um, mm -hmm. um, as a survivor of uh, assault myself, it mm -hmm. I think it would have helped me. Um, but back in those days, they didn't have technology or yeah. cell phones. The demographic that I think we might be able to help even the most is young women. But 
young people tend to think they're invincible until it's too late. Right. But I'm, I'm talking to them. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm a Gen Xer. Um, so I'm, <laughs> I'm an Xennial. So I'm kind of in between. And um, so I can still communicate with young people. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to build um, safety, safety games into Zier that young people can play games, learn uh-huh. about their own personal safety and, and earn cryptocurrency. Um, wow. Yes. Um, but um, to go back to your auntie, she, um, I under, she's a perfect demographic. She understands that there's a danger. She's responsible enough to see it in advance if she lives alone, you know, and um, she can touch a button or say a secret safe word and all of her family can get a text message. Uh-huh. They all know that she needs them, right? Uh-huh. Or, or, or her neighbor, you know, maybe a younger man who can come and help and or the police. Right. Saves all the data to the cloud, blockchain encryption, and the prevention features of Zero, which we haven't gotten into, is she can push a button before she leaves her home and you can see where she is. It'll make sure that if, and if she's in an unsafe area, maybe that she's never been, uh-huh. it will alert her that this is dangerous or God forbid, there's a crime happening nearby. This is the future though. This is not in, in Zero 1.0, but if there's a crime happening nearby in real time, uh-huh. we can alert our users this is oh wow out of the way mm-hmm. prevention features is our next step because well i i come from a, i was a victim as well um and my first thing i wanted to do was prosecute bad guys mm-hmm. and um yeah, yeah. No, I, I know i i that was the next question that i had for you because i know that men kind of think that they might be invincible or oh, yeah. things that won't happen to them i know two men that that had um, bad things happen to them. Um, uh, one was well, my my dear friend who mm-hmm. is gay, and he uh, some people beat him up. I know, and he was not able to identify them, and no one was able to be prosecuted. There was another uh, the man who I call my daughter's fairy godmother, um, <laughs> and he was in med school. And these students beat him up and the med school didn't do anything about it. Mm. He was just, he got over it, but it still is, it's a traumatic experience. And then you don't see anything done to the people who have done this for you as this hate crime. Right. And that's what, you know, my friend and I, we were OJ'd. It became, he said, she said. Uh-huh. So when I came out of this, well, I'll get into that later, but, um, <laughs> But that's right away, I thought this technology, who it can help is women and the underserved and the people who are so often victims of, of racial or, or gender-based violence. That's who this can help the mo- most because there is no he said, she said. If it's right. caught on this program, on our platform, Jeff Bezos can't manipulate it. You know, the president of the United States can't manipulate it unless you can hack the Bitcoin blockchain, which nobody can yet. (laughs) It's stored safely on stacks in real time. And that makes it the strongest chain of evidence ever created as far as our research finds. What is this Bitcoin blockchain? Oh, sure. Um, 
blockchain is distributed ledger technology. In a nutshell, you can think about millions of computers around the world simultaneously balancing your checkbook. So <laughs> you know how you have an old school checkbook and you write oh, yes. negative 40.37 <laughs> and do the math yourself? <laughs> well, that's what it does. If all these computers work together in real time, and if one of the checkbook is off, but the other 80%, even 60% have the right numbers, mm -hmm. that's what's accepted. So these computers are writing, I'm trying to keep it like, make it, this is not good jargon, but they balance the checkbooks in real time and anything that's an anomaly is kicked off the platform. So as Zier streams live audio video data, mm -hmm. You can't, and once it's saved there, you can't change it. It creates a blockchain. The blockchain is every block in the chain cannot be changed because if you go back and try to change something, oh, wow. okay. it'll get kicked off. It'll, it'll, the, the system, mm -hmm. it won't accept data that has not been validated in the moment. Right. So it's reliable information that can it's be the strongest used. chain of evidence in the Wonderful. world. And no one yet, except for us, is using it for important well other people don't want important things but not for to me in my experiences the most important thing ever is collecting evidence of violent crimes and getting bad people to be held responsible for what they do right you mentioned that um it can tell you where crimes have occurred in the areas that you're in tell me a little that's, bit about that's that. the next yeah. step the okay. next step right now say a safe word touch a button and Zero does all these things we talked about. It live streams to your emergency contacts. It okay. saves everything to the cloud and blockchain encrypts it, calls 911. And for first responders and 911 call centers who work with us, they receive that live audio video. They receive your location. They can receive your heart rate, your blood pressure oh. off your Apple Watch if you have one. They, uh -huh. can, they can know what your your critical illnesses, you know, your, your chronic illnesses, they can know what you're allergic to. We can send any of that data to first responders that work with us. Okay. Um, that's what Zier does today. Now, mm -hmm. the next step is to focus on prevention. So prosecution with blockchain, we got that one down. It was easier than I thought, actually. <laughs> um, response, because we send this data to first responders. So right now it takes like sometimes 10 minutes plus to get help while you're having a heart attack. It could be life and death. It still okay. takes 10 minutes for police responses it, most of the time, the majority of the time. And that that's not good enough. That's yeah. not good enough. It really now, isn't. Like, what we can do when live streaming this data to 911 call centers is they can prioritize, oh, is a cat stuck in a tree? Okay, we'll get to that in 20 minutes. Or is somebody being viciously attacked walking around campus? Mm -hmm. um, so that's the second problem that we're solving. That was a little bit that was a little bit harder, but we're getting there. It's a more of a political problem at this point. It's not a technology issue. Uh -huh. And then the final problem we want to solve is prevention. That's more difficult because you never know how anybody will act. You don't even know how you might act when you're in that critical life and death situation. Right. So we're trying to build technology that can interpret what people will likely do in a dangerous situation. As it matures, we'll even run algorithms to predict if you are likely in danger 
and mm -hmm. can't call for help. Here's my here's an example that I like. You're in um, I usually say Sao Paulo because I've never <laughs> been there. Um, you're in Sao Paulo, which has some beautiful neighborhoods and some neighborhoods that are very, very dangerous. You have right. no idea, right? So you're in yes. Sao Paulo. You, you have an appointment. I have an appointment with the minister because I want to get zero, you know, distributed throughout the city. Mm -hmm. And I'm walking uh, down a path and my phone says, hey, Adam, you've never been here before. Just so you know, this is a pretty high density crime area. Oh. Uh, and it could be especially this time of year. Oh, and it's 110 degrees. That raises you know, these are simple algorithms that we can run <laughs> off of police data that already exists in most countries. Um, and but I'm like, eh, I'm going to be late for this appointment if I take the suggested path that Zero provides through a safer neighborhoods. Really? Oh, yeah. And that's that's not that difficult. <laughs> but I, I say this because I was um, when I started living in Trinidad years ago, hmm. I was walking around. I didn't know where I was. I didn't have a map. Um, I was working there. Someone dropped me off at my apartment and didn't tell me that the grocery store was like four blocks away not in the direction or anything and then i found there was a market nearby it was, it was the other way but it was like five blocks away it was a fresh market so i was walking there um and i'd been there before but i was trying to go another way because i knew if i went two more blocks down and then up i'd be there and this one woman said you're not from here you do not go past this street because it is this this area is dangerous Wow. See, how would you know? Right. And she actually took me the way to get to the market in a safe way and just said, uh -huh. don't, don't pass the street again. But had I had your software, I would not have done it to begin with. At least you met a very nice woman for later. But that, that is beautiful. <laughs> that is a perfect example of what we're talking about. So let's say you, you do go because that, that beautiful woman wasn't there and, um, and, a, and guns start going off. Maybe there's turf war or something. Uh -huh. um, that is that is a signal to zero that you are in a higher level of danger. Maybe mm -hmm. will it beep beep? You really should probably go back the way you came. Whatever reason, where maybe you, gosh forbid, maybe you take a bullet. Maybe you, your phone and your Apple Watch. Let's assume you have one in this scenario. Uh -huh. You go down quickly. The phone recognizes the accelerometer. Recognizes you just hit the ground. So now there's three data points. Now we're like, are you okay? Beep, beep, buzz, buzz. Are you okay? Uh -huh. And then and let's say it's like 10 seconds because maybe you just jump behind a car. But let's say your heart rate starts dropping quickly. Then we're not going to wait 10 seconds. We might like two, three seconds. Beep, beep, buzz, buzz. If you do not put in your four-digit secret PIN code, uh -huh. we assume you're in danger. We call police. We're already live streaming all this data to the cloud. Now we're live streaming it to Mercy Contacts. Maybe it's your sister or somebody nearby. And that that is the future of Zier to try to use prevention techniques and faster response techniques. But but I just want to make sure that your your uh um your listeners know that it's not today, but that is these are next steps because okay. this technology exists. We're not reinventing the wheel. This stuff is on your your phone can run very very sophisticated AI compared to three years ago. Wow. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. No. That that's. Um, I'm like I'm I'm still wowed by it about how we could actually help 
prevent things from happening to me and, and help ensure of my safety. Um, something that I'm concerned about as most people are. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you yeah. know, if, if you're a traveler, an international traveler, uh -huh. if you're smart, you'd be likely more, <laughs> you know, um, solo women travelers, like, like digital nomads, they, yes. they have responded well to this type of technology. They see value in it because they are conscious, kind of conscientious of their own safety. They, they have yeah. Yeah, they do. I know because whenever I go traveling, if by myself um, or with my daughter, because I have a, a twelve-year-old, it's my 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 parents are really concerned of our safety when we're by ourselves. I see so much value in Zier and what it can do for me. But how did you come up with this? What oh, is your my. story? Well, that's a, that's an interesting story. Um, you know, I used to just be an actor. Yeah, I used to kiss girls and play with swords. That was my <laughs> that was my job. And I was good at it. I really enjoyed it. I was um I um I was living in California. My grandfather got sick. He was my best friend, Alzheimer's. I came back to the East Coast again. I'd been in New York City for 10 years and then California and came back to the East Coast to take care for him personally. Um he passed away in the living room right beside me as I oh as I wanted. I didn't, yeah. I, I was dead set against him going to any kind of home. He was going to be with me when that happened. That was such a nice grandson. Well, he, I loved him dearly. And, um, and then I was like, okay, took a breath, went to Guatemala for two weeks with a friend of mine, <laughs> just to blow off steam. And re, you know, and um, I was going to stay around for a few weeks, make sure grandma was okay. Bills were paid, automatic payments were set up. He did all that stuff and um, mm -hmm. then go back, go back to the West Coast and do my thing. Um, I used to throw music festivals before this, 10 years uh -huh. ago. Yeah, I uh -huh. threw the Pennsylvania Hemp Festival for several years. Ooh. Yeah, it was fun. Um, <laughs> and my, um, my friend was organizing a voter registration event in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, around where I'm from. And he said, can you help me? And there's bands and there's going to be, you know, people there. And I'm like, yeah, I'll help, I'll help you run it. No problem, Chris. So I help him run this event all day long. I mean, from mm -hmm. noon till almost 2 a.m. Towards the end of the night, last band's on. I am exhausted. Okay. <laughs> I talked to Chris. I'm like, can I go soon? He's like, yeah, you can go ahead and get out of here. My friend um, comes up to me and she said, hey, do you want to go to this party this man invited me to? I was like, not really, but you, do you know this guy? No, I just met him, but we're talking last hour. I'm like, I'll go with you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'll just go with you make sure it's a nice party, good people. Yeah. And then I'm going to head home. I also asked my friend Keith to come with us. Well, I just asked him if he was ready to go as well. And he, he said, yeah, let's, let's just go. We'll go with this, him and her. And, and that's the last thing I remember. Oh, what happened? um that you three, were told yeah three weeks later i woke up in a hershey medical center penn state hershey and it had been in a coma for about a month oh wow um they had removed half of my skull because my brain was bleeding and so swollen that it had to they had to alleviate the pressure of my brain mm -hmm. so i didn't get cte you know that like, um football players tend to have um, uh -huh. I was told I was attacked by a man. 
I assumed it was a 20 year old man. He was hungry. You know, he was scared. He overreacted. I only had 60 bucks. Um, and I, I forgave him, um, in my mind. And, um, I had to work out to swallow again. That was a pain. I had to get fed uh -huh. through my stomach for about a month oh. and walk again and talk again. That wasn't too hard. I like to talk. And, um, <laughs> and I got out of the inpatient rehab and they put my skull back together. Thankfully, yeah. after a few months, about three months to the day, decided that, well, and I didn't know anything. I didn't know much about what really happened to me. I just heard I was attacked. So whoever attacked me had changed his story at least twice within the summer that I was attacked and we go to trial. Then he got picked up immediately. Sorry, clarify that. After this person attacked me, he, he threatened my friend with rape. He threatened, he said, you're gonna me or you're going, or your friend's gonna die on the street. So she, she did not witness the event itself because she was around the corner when she did it. Uh huh. So we go to trial and I'm expecting this young man to walk in, you know, probably scared i feel bad i felt bad for him right uh -huh. he walks in and he's almost 50 years old 260 pounds big guy and i'm like why 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 did this guy do this um i didn't understand the um the, the uh prosecutors told me right before the trial okay just be prepared he's gonna represent himself i was like oh Okay, well, this should be really easy then, huh? Yeah. And I said, okay, what do you want me to do? Well, just tell the truth. Great. That's what I was going to do anyway. Cross examines me on the sand. I told him, I said, I don't remember anything. You know, you, he said, well, you don't know I did it. I was like, no, but all the evidence looks like you did it. Uh -huh. um, and then the jury acquitted him and he still walks free today for that crime. He had already wow. been acquitted for an aggravated assault in the past and another sexual assault. Really? He knew how to play the game. So this man covered in my blood, had my money in his pocket, threatened to rape my friend moments later, was acquitted by a jury because there wasn't enough evidence. And that oh, wow. moment, the moment that I heard the jury say not guilty, that's the moment that this started. Mm -hmm. I can imagine. Right. Yes. And I set off to change things for other people. If I couldn't help myself, well, I'm sure as hell I'm going to help everybody else that I can. I love your passion. And I can see how Zier is so applicable to not just one person, to everybody. Exactly. Except exactly. criminals. <laughs> <laughs> yes, especially violent criminals. And, and I don't want people to be afraid. Right. Like I, I want to empower people to be anything they want to be anywhere they go. Your friend who was attacked likely for just being gay. Yeah. That should not mm, like it boils my blood. That should not yeah. be the case. You should be free to be yourself anywhere in Sao Paulo, in New York city, in Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's what I want people to feel. So I want to build something <laughs> that, that you feel that anywhere you go, you're, you got, so we got your back. No, I, mean, I love it. It's like, it's being independent, truly independent and being free. Um, but knowing that, you know what, if there's something that does happen, it's okay because there is somebody there to right. help you. Yeah. Don't be afraid. And that's one of my biggest things when I, when I'm traveling or like walking in the evening or early mornings, it's like something happening. 
Yeah. And I don't want your auntie to be afraid when she's walking through the store. I want her to feel like I'm taken care of. I'm safe. I want that feeling of safety, which before I was attacked, I always had, which is probably what got me in trouble. (laughs) But, um, but if there was technology like this, that would have alerted me, I'm in a high crime area. I had no idea. Right. Right. I mean, and the technology can get even more interesting moving forward where we can know if if known criminals are nearby. Mm-hmm. Um, we are developed. We're looking at technology that can interpret where gunshots are in an active shooter situation and, and, and send nice. notifications to your device to tell you which way how to get out of danger the most quickly. For teachers and to teachers to take their students outside to safety oh. when the time is right. Uh huh. The the ability of this technology is, is really just getting started. What I told you is just the beginning. Um, and um, criminals will keep adapting and we'll just keep adapting with them. Unfortunately, that is the case. So we, we have to respond and be reactionary, but this Zier is more proactive. So we're not just chasing after it. It's, I don't know. I just feel that it's so liberating. It, it provides strength in your movements and letting you, letting you just go and do what you want to do. Yes. Thank yes. you. We deserve that. That should be, in my opinion, that is a fundamental human right. You should be able to go anywhere in the world and not be afraid for your safety. I, I so believe it. Thank you for really inventing this i I mean i'm sorry that you had the experience that you did but the world is better off with seer yeah and it's okay i have purpose real purpose (laughs) how can we get this well um we are just going to bait market right now it will be if you go to www.zeersafe.com you can sign up for a wait list and if you send me a private message on Twitter at Adam David Jones underscore, I will talk to you and maybe even send you an early beta version just Ooh. so you can give me some feedback one-on-one because I want to learn. Like I have my experiences, but everybody has their own experiences. And I want to, I want to build the best product for everybody. So um, those are two very good ways to get in touch. Um, okay. uh, but you can learn all about Zier and sign up for the waitlist www.zier that's zebra echo echo roger safe.com and um and together because it's not something you can do by yourself together we can build a safer world safer communities but i will need people's help so if there's anything <laughs> you can do help me distribute to your community help protect your family definitely definitely reach out I will. And actually, I'm going to uh, hit you on Twitter. Hopefully, I can get a beta Please. version and get my aunt a beta, beta version as well. Um, Love it. But yeah, uh, I can't wait until it is available to all uh, so that we can actually market it more. I, just, I, I believe in this product because I can see the value in it, um, me personally and for other people. So oh, uh, kudos to you in <laughs> developing <Dude>. this. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much and i really do appreciate it being here and talking to you you're a strong woman and i respect that 
Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for coming on to Being Bold. Um, I enjoyed hearing your story and enjoyed hearing about Zeer. Well, thanks for listening to Being Bold. I'd love to hear from you. Feel free to shoot me an email at Cecilia at beingboldanddriven.com or message me on Facebook or Twitter at Being Bold.